0: TEN TYPES OF CLOUDS, AN EXCERPT FROM CLOUDS BY THE NATIONAL WEATHER SERVICE, 2020. THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING. ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. FOR MORE INFORMATION OR TO VOLUNTEER, PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG. HOW CLOUDS FORM. THERE ARE TWO INGREDIENTS NEEDED FOR CLOUDS TO BECOME VISIBLE. WATER, OF COURSE, AND NUCLEI nuclei in one form or another water is always present in the atmosphere however water molecules in the atmosphere are too small to bond together for the formation of cloud droplets they need a flatter surface an object with a radius of at least one micrometer one millionth of a meter on which they can form a bond Those objects are called nuclei. Nuclei are minute, solid, and liquid particles found in abundance. They consist of such things as smoke particles from fires or volcanoes, ocean spray, or tiny specks of wind-blown soil. These nuclei are hygroscopic, meaning they attract water molecules called cloud condensation nuclei, these water molecule-attracting particles, are about one one-hundredth the size of a cloud droplet upon which water condenses. Therefore, every cloud droplet has a speck of dirt, dust, or salt crystal at its core. But even with a condensation nuclei, the cloud droplet is essentially made up of pure water temperature's roll, But having water attracting nuclei is not enough for a cloud to form as the air temperature needs to be below the saturation point. Called the dew point temperature, the point of saturation is where evaporation equals condensation. Therefore, a cloud results when a block of air, called a parcel, containing water vapor, has cooled below the point of saturation. Air can reach the point of saturation in a number of ways. The most common way is through lifting of air from the surface up into the atmosphere. As a bubble of air, called a parcel, rises, it moves into lower pressure, since pressure decreases with height. The result is the parcel expands in size as it rises. This requires heat energy to be removed from the parcel, called an adiabatic process. As air rises and expands, it cools. The rate at which the parcel cools with increasing elevation is called the lapse rate. The lapse rate, the rate the temperature lapses or decreases, of unsaturated air, air with relative humidity less than 100 percent, is 5.5 degrees Fahrenheit per 1,000 feet, parentheses, 9.8 degrees Celsius per kilometer, and parentheses. Called the dry lapse rate, for each 1,000 feet increase in elevation, the air temperature will decrease. 5.5 degrees Fahrenheit. Once the parcel reaches saturation temperature, 100% relative humidity, water vapor will condense onto the cloud condensation nuclei, resulting in the formation of a cloud droplet. But the atmosphere is in constant motion. As air rises, drier air is added, entrained, into the rising parcel so both condensation and evaporation are continually occurring. So cloud droplets are constantly forming and dissipating. Therefore, clouds form and grow when there is more condensation on nuclei than evaporation from nuclei. Conversely, they dissipate if there is more evaporation than condensation. Thus, clouds appear and disappear as well as constantly change shape, the four core types of clouds. While clouds appear in infinite shapes and sizes, they fall into some basic forms. From his essay of the modification of clouds, eighteen o three, Luke Howard divided clouds into three categories: cirrus, cumulus, and stratus. Cirro form. The Latin word cirro means curl of hair. Composed of ice crystals, cirro form clouds are whitish and hair-like. They are the high, wispy clouds to first appear in advance of a low-pressure area such as a mid-latitude storm system or a tropical system such as a hurricane. CUMULO FORM generally detached clouds they look like white fluffy cotton balls they show vertical motion or thermal uplift of air taking place in the atmosphere they are usually dense in appearance with sharp outlines the base of cumulus clouds are generally flat and occurs at the altitude where the moisture in rising air condenses stratoform from the latin word for layer these clouds are usually broad and fairly widespread, appearing like a blanket. They result from non-convective rising air and tend to occur along and to the north of warm fronts. The edges of stratiform clouds are diffuse. Nimboform. form. Howard also designated a special rainy cloud category, which combined the three forms, cumulo, PLUS CERO PLUS STRATUS. HE CALLED THIS CLOUD NIMBUS, THE LATIN WORD FOR RAIN. THE VAST MAJORITY OF PRECIPITATION OCCURS FROM NIMBLE-FORM CLOUDS, AND THEREFORE THESE CLOUDS HAVE THE HIGHEST VERTICAL HEIGHT. TEN BASIC CLOUDS. BASED ON HIS OBSERVATIONS, LUKE HOWARD SUGGESTED THERE WERE MODIFICATIONS, OR COMBINATIONS, Of the core four clouds between categories he noticed that clouds often have features of two or more categories cirrus plus stratus cumulus plus stratus etc his research served as the starting point for the ten basic types of clouds we observe from the world meteorological organizations wmo International Cloud Atlas, the official Worldwide Standard for Clouds. The following are definitions of the 10 basic cloud types. Divided by their height, the 10 types of clouds are high-level clouds, cirrus, CI, cirrocumulus, CC, and cirrostratus, CS, are high-level clouds. They are typically thin and white in appearance, but can appear in a magnificent array of colors when the sun is low on the horizon. Cirrus ci Detached clouds in the form of white, delicate filaments, mostly white patches or narrow bands. They may have a fibrous, hair-like and or silky sheen appearance. Cirrus clouds are always composed of ice crystals. And their transparent character depends upon the degree of separation of the crystals. As a rule, when these clouds cross the sun's disk, they hardly diminish its brightness. When they are exceptionally thick, they may veil its light and obliterate its contour. Before sunrise and after sunset, cirrus is often colored bright yellow or red. These clouds are lit up long before other clouds and fade out much later sometime after sunset they become gray at all hours of the day cirrus near the horizon is often of a yellowish color this is due to distance and to the great thickness of air traversed by the rays of light cirrocumulus cc thin white patch sheet or layered of clouds Without shading, they are composed of very small elements in the form of more or less regularly arranged grains or ripples. Most of these elements have an apparent width of less than one degree, approximately width of the little finger at arm's length. In general, cirrocumulus represents a degraded state of cirrus and cirrostratus, both of which may change into it and is an uncommon cloud there will be a connection with cirrus or cirrostratus and will show some characteristics of ice crystal clouds cirrostratus c s transparent whitish veil clouds with a fibrous hair-like or smooth appearance a sheet of cirrostratus which is very extensive nearly always ends by covering the whole sky during the day, when the sun is sufficiently high above the horizon, the sheet is never thick enough to prevent shadows of objects on the ground. A milky veil of fog or thin stratus is distinguished from a veil of cirrostratus of a similar appearance by the halo phenomena which the sun or the moon nearly always produces in a layer of cirrostratus. Mid level clouds. Altocumulus, AC, Altostratus, AS, and Nimbostratus, NS, are mid-level clouds. They are composed primarily of water droplets. However, they can also be composed of ice crystals when temperatures are low enough. In Latin, alto means high, yet Altostratus and Altocumulus clouds are classified as mid-level clouds alto is used to distinguish these high-level clouds and their low-level liquid-based counterpart clouds stratus and cumulus alto cumulus ac white and or gray patch sheet or layered clouds generally composed of laminae plates rounded masses or rolls they may be partly fibrous or diffuse and may or may not be merged most of these regularly arranged small elements have an apparent width of one to five degrees larger than the little finger and smaller than three fingers at arm's length when the edge or a thin semi-transparent patch of alto cumulus passes in front of the sun or moon a corona appears THIS COLORED RING HAS RED ON THE OUTSIDE AND BLUE INSIDE AND OCCURS WITHIN A FEW DEGREES OF THE SUN OR MOON. THE MOST COMMON MID-CLOUD, MORE THAN ONE LAYER OF ALTO CUMULUS OFTEN APPEARS AT DIFFERENT LEVELS AT THE SAME TIME. MANY TIMES ALTO CUMULUS WILL APPEAR WITH OTHER CLOUD TYPES. Altostratus A.S., GRAY OR BLUISH, cloud sheets or layers of striated or fibrous clouds that totally or partially covers the sky they are thin enough to regularly reveal the sun as if seen through ground glass altostratus clouds do not produce a halo phenomenon nor are the shadows of objects on the ground visible sometimes virga is seen hanging from altostratus AND AT TIMES MAY EVEN REACH THE GROUND, CAUSING VERY LIGHT PRECIPITATION. NIMBOSTRATUS NS. RESULTING FROM THICKENING altostratus. THIS IS A DARK GRAY CLOUD LAYER, DIFFUSED BY FALLING RAIN OR SNOW. IT IS THICK ENOUGH THROUGHOUT TO BLOT OUT THE SUN. ALSO LOW RAGGED CLOUDS FREQUENTLY OCCUR BENEATH THIS CLOUD, WHICH SOMETIMES MERGES WITH ITS BASE. THE CLOUD BASE LOWERS AS PRECIPITATION CONTINUES. BECAUSE OF THE LOWERING BASE, IT IS OFTEN ERRONEOUSLY CALLED A LOW-LEVEL CLOUD. BOTH ALTOSTRATUS AND NIMBOSTRATUS CAN EXTEND INTO THE HIGH LEVEL OF CLOUDS. LOW-LEVEL CLOUDS, CUMULUS, CU, STRATOCUMULUS, SC, STRATUS, ST, AND CUMULONIMBUS, CB, are low-level clouds composed of water droplets. Cumulonimbus, with its strong vertical updraft, extends well into the high level of clouds. Cumulus, CU, detached, generally dense clouds, and with sharp outlines that develop vertically in the form of rising mounds, domes, or towers, with bulging upper parts often resembling a cauliflower the sunlit parts of these clouds are mostly brilliant white while their bases are relatively dark and horizontal over land cumulus develops on days of clear skies and is due diurnal convection it appears in the morning grows and then more or less dissolves again toward evening cumulonimbus c b the thunderstorm cloud This is a heavy and dense cloud in the form of a mountain or huge tower. The upper portion is usually smoothed, fibrous or striated, and nearly always flattened in the shape of an anvil or vast plume. Under the base of this cloud, which is often very dark, there are often low, ragged clouds that may or may not merge with the base. They produce precipitation. Which sometimes is in the form of virga cumulonimbus clouds also produce hail and tornadoes. Stratocumulus sc gray or whitish patch, sheet, or layered clouds, which almost always have dark tessellations, honeycomb appearance, rounded masses or rolls. Except for virga, they are non fibrous and may or may not be merged. They also have regularly arranged small elements with an apparent width of more than five degrees, three fingers at arm's length. Stratus, ST, a generally gray cloud layer with a uniform base, which may, if thick enough, produce drizzle, ice prisms or snow grains when the sun is visible through this cloud its outline is clearly discernible often when a layer of stratus breaks up and dissipates blue sky is seen sometimes appearing as ragged sheets stratus clouds do not produce a halo phenomenon except occasionally at very low temperatures end of ten types of clouds an excerpt from clouds by the national weather service two thousand twenty read for librivox by sue anderson